Blog Talk Radio. Yes. Good morning. How are you today? 
Fine, Nanju. Good. Thank you so much for being with us. We're so excited to hear more about World Radio Day. Joining me today from Paris is the Chief of Media and Society for the Freedom of Expression and Media Develop, Development, Myrta Lorenzo. Is that the correct pronunciation, Myrta? Yes, uh, it's okay. Okay, how, how do you pronounce it? Well, it could be Lorenzo or Lorenzo or Lorenco. French people say Lorenzo, and uh, in other countries they say Lorenco. So it's okay. The important thing is that you and your audience have connected with us are, and are interested in World Radio Day. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us. Talk to us about the the thought that went behind World Radio Day and why this is an important celebration. Well, radio is the mass media reaching still the widest audience in the world. Uh, it's also a low-cost medium. It's uh, specifically suited to to for remote communities, for reaching vulnerable people, the poor, the illiterate. It offers a platform actually to intervene irrespective of people's educational level. Uh, It is also uh, a medium which has a very important role in emergency communication, in disaster relief. So it is important to celebrate World Radio Day to remember that Radio is still the medium that reaches the widest audience. So for decision makers to decide on um, on access to information, radio has to be included. And for the radio broadcasters, it's important to reflect on providing inclusive and diversified content and information. It's it's such a powerful medium, and Sylvia Globe, I think, is an example, uh, an important example of how the history of radio continues to evolve. We now have Internet radio conversations and ways of becoming activists um, for social change as well. Yes, exactly. Uh, We have to note that television, the web, the Facebook, the tablets, Uh, none of them have relegated radio to a rusty technology. You know, instead what has happened is that radio has appropriated itself of these new information and communication technologies, and it has boosted its audience. Uh, With the podcasts now, radio is not just uh, in the breaking news or in the ephemeral world, now you can listen to your podcast, to your program, uh, in places where previously you could not hear or pick up the program, or you can listen de- deferred. So uh, it has, it has in fact, un- the new technologies have in fact universalized radio. It has not displaced radio to an archive old technology. Uh, it's now just that you, the, the the radio is just one. Uh, computer click away from you as well. For the broadcasters on Internet radio who may not be familiar with UNESCO, talk to us about UNESCO and the role that UNESCO plays in hosting and the proclamation uh, that created World Radio Day. Mm. 
UNESCO is an acronym. It means United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization. It is an intergovernmental organization which has unique competencies in education, sciences, culture, and communication and information. It's the UN agency working in those areas. And our mission is to contribute to peace building, to the eradication of poverty, to sustainable development, and very importantly also to intercultural dialogue, but always through education, sciences, culture, and communication. And uh, World Radio Day was proclaimed by UNESCO last year, uh, or actually in 2011. And, uh, and then we submitted the proclamation to the General Assembly in New York, and uh, the UN in New York has also endorsed the, the day. So now it is a day that will be celebrated not just by UNESCO, but by all UN agencies, funds, and programs, and their partners. Well, we're very excited to be a partner with you in this project. We believe very strongly in the power of radio and its continued necessity, because for those of us who might not realize it, there the there are great parts of the world that rely heavily on radio for communication. They don't have immediate access to um, Internet and other te technology that some of us may take for granted. So we're very excited to be able to support UNESCO and really acknowledge you and the, the Director General for creating this um, opportunity. Can you talk to us? Excuse me, go ahead. Yes, I was going to add that it's true what you are saying, um, that radios are everywhere. There are at least 75% of households in developing countries have access to the radio. It is still the most uh, popular medium. Our days in the morning usually begin by turning on the radio. Very few people, when they wake up, they turn on their tablets uh, or their computers for news because the day makes it that you are getting ready to go to work, to go to school, or to do your household activities or other activities, and you have radio as a voice accompanying in the day. Um, also, uh, FM radio counts for a large percentage of the total time that adults spend listening. Uh, it's one of the main uh, platforms, and it was also heard by a variety of decision makers, and in a rush, uh, let's say, to, to embrace uh, the new digital platforms and in a climate that we are of economic austerity, sometimes some decision makers have, have uh, moved away from funding, let's say, older technologies, such as, for example, shortwave broadcasting. But actually, the exclusion of one technology um, just excludes a part of the audience because nobody listens to all the platforms, uh, how can I say, at the same time. Correct. You know? So we have, uh, we are for plurality of platforms. You know, not that one will replace the other one, but that there will be um, 
will be a plurality of choice for the people, and people usually choose whether they will listen through the transistor or through their mobile phones or through their computers to radio. They will choose depending on their situation uh, on that day or on their possibility on that day. Uh, still also radio in some countries, in some developing countries, is something you share. You know, uh, radio is um, you listen together with somebody else to radio. It's not only for personal use, but also for collective use. Um, and this is why radio has always survived, because it's one of the cheapest and most accessible technologies, and it's within the range of possibility of both poor and rich people. Yeah, the, uh, it's also a, an important emergency communication and disaster relief um, you know, mode of communication. And I think another piece that uh, I'd like for our audience, which is primarily today other um, Internet broadcasters, to understand that we have such an incredible resource to be able to support the work of journalists and radio journalists around the world. Um, the freedoms that we may take for granted are not those available to everyone. And there have been lives actually lost um, in parts of the world who were radio hosts um, communicating important messages um, to remote communities, to urban areas, to on behalf of vulnerable people, and also um, using this as a way to convey emergency communication as well. Absolutely. Uh, in shortwave radio, for example, it is still a very powerful during emergency situations. Uh, sometimes when there are disasters, uh, a tsunami, an earthquake, or a human-made disaster, uh, the, the communication networks can be overloaded or they can be destroyed. Uh, so there is a kind of information blackout. There can also not be electricity, so, uh, so you cannot connect, you cannot use your computer, and shortwave radio is still the radio that guarantees an information flow, and which is also very important for uh, for the victims and uh, and uh, to connect with each other. Um, and have uh, amateur radio enthusiasts that uh, use shortwave to share information during uh, these emergencies when the other systems have have failed. So uh, it is very important. Also. It is still used for distance education and uh, and for international radio. So um, what you mentioned is totally relevant. Uh, radio is also the medium that is that is um, uh, of uh, crucial importance in emergency situations. Concerning the other aspect that you touched upon, the safety of journalists, uh, this is. Uh, surprisingly one of the challenges for radio most people ask UNESCO whether the challenge for radio comes from the new information and communication technology and as I said before no it doesn't come from that angle that has benefited radio has amplified radio the challenge for radio is still coming from the old issue of freedom of expression and safety of journalists. 
in particular, journalists who work for regional or, or local radios are particularly vulnerable because they can be uh, subject to pressures from municipal governments, from landowners, from gangs, from uh, armed groups. Uh, so it is uh, something to note that, for example, in 2012, out of the 121 journalists killed, 18% worked in radio, 20% uh, in, uh, in the print press. So uh, guaranteeing that journalists will have the right to work free from the threat of violence is still something we all have to push for. And UNESCO in particular supports free, independent and pluralistic media, as well as uh, well all the, the legal frameworks and institutions that can support it. So um, UNESCO is giving uh, the UN Plan of Action. It's a plan of action on the safety of journalists, um, which tackles also the issue of impunity, so that the whole UN can work together uh, in this aspect. So, uh, yes, attacks on journalists, whether abduction, uh, being taken hostages, uh, or harassment, intimidation, um, also there's illegal arrest sometimes and detention, all this is um, something we have to reflect on as well world because the safety of radio journalists is sometimes very uh, delicate. There are 15 ideas on how to participate in World Radio Day and they appear on your World Radio Day on the UNESCO website which is www unesco.org and under World Radio Day are not only the 15 ideas on how to participate but really most importantly is to also an opportunity to register to show um, broadcasters support for World Radio Day and support for the value of lives that you just mentioned referencing other journalists and the freedoms that we have to be able to um, express our support for freedom of speech around the world and what UNESCO is doing. Can you talk to our audience um, briefly about um, some of the ways of participating and others such as Archbishop Des Desmond Tutu who are participating in World Radio Day? Yes, we have some celebrities expressing their point of view on radio and World Radio Day. We have some celebrities who were kind enough to give some messages through UNESCO to the world um, about radio. So uh, these messages and also the elements from the sound archives that we are releasing on the occasion of World Radio Day, they are all free to be used by all broadcasters the world over in preparing documents for World Radio Day. Same with the articles that are on the right-hand column uh, of uh, UNESCO.org World Radio Day. Uh, all these articles, the authors have uh, uh, authorized anyone who wishes to use them to print them in full or in part 
they have granted their copyright it's as a way of celebrating World Radio Day. So uh, we encourage all broadcasters to celebrate they, as they deem fit, celebrating it with other broadcasters or celebrating with their public. Uh, and we provide some elements, we offer some audio elements for broadcasters to use because not all broadcasters have the the possibility of uh, producing uh, specific elements for some humble, for example, community radios, it may be difficult to get into production. So uh, we offer them the elements that will facilitate the bridge. Uh, could also be celebrated with the audience, uh, with the interaction with the audience on why radio is important for them, what has meant in their lives, or a historical perspective of radio in a given country, or it could also be an analysis of the situation made by radio journalists on whether freedom of expression, for example, is if it is guaranteed in law, is it respected in practice in a determined country or in a determined area or province? Um, is editorial independence uh, respected? Do journalists have the right to protect their sources? Uh, all these type of reflections can also be made on the occasion of World Radio Day. So there are multiple opportunities to be able to do something as seemingly simple as display a banner and to promote World Radio Day, which, by the way, is February 13th, is the designated day for World Radio Day, to promote a um, World Radio Day on your broadcast, display a banner about World Radio Day as a participant on your website, and to organize um, phone-in radio shows so listeners can discuss these important issues associated with radio and share great moments in history, or to interview local, regional, national, and international personalities on your show. Another opportunity is to involve children. We will be doing a couple of really exciting um, broadcasts with youth from around the world, and including Israel, um, Latin America, and Africa, and parts of Scandinavia in our discussions. We mm. believe strongly that... Um, youth have a powerful voice, and it's a wonderful way to use radio to give them to amplify their voice and their perspective on the world. Yes, uh, well, radio itself reaches over ninety-five percentage of the population worldwide, and of the population worldwide, over fifty percentage are under thirty years old. Mm. So it's the largest segment of the world population and it's a bit strange that there are not so many opportunities for youth to be on radio. In general when we find youth programming on radio we find mostly music programs but uh, the youth also have the right to represent themselves to speak about the issues that are important to them and uh, and for one strange reason, they are often neglected or misrepresented in radio. Many of the contemporary issues we are debating, such as unemployment, environmental issues, uh, the financial crisis, all these are matters that will affect their lives. It's their future. 
uh, it's their um, their lives. So they should be able to talk about their challenges and to voice their concerns or, or share their points of views. So UNESCO is trying to promote youth radio. And I'm very happy that you mentioned all this, that you, you are promoting on World Radio Day. Because we feel that uh, that youth should have a place, and not just as being interviewed by radio, but also they, they should be able to be producers of radio shows, of shows on a regular basis, and to be on air uh, on a regular basis. So, um, <clears throat> yes, the, the, the intention is uh, to, to shape the world uh, through radio, but without losing sight of the future generation, and, and to let them have an active uh, citizenship, let's say, through radio. It's very, very exciting. So in closing, what our listeners can do in order to participate in World Radio Day is go to www.unesco.org, and that's U-N-E-S-C-O.org. And there's actually a page on the left you'll see where it says celebrations. Uh, the registration, can you just um, talk us, just lead us to the correct page in order to register, Myrta? Yes. Uh, when uh, you go to, I, I'm not there in the page right now. Let okay. me go to the page on Radio Day. <clears throat> Actually, when you type in in the search engine World Radio Day, you very quickly come to the United Nations website on World Radio Day, uh, the UNESCO website on World Radio Day. And in the in the middle column, there is a feature which reads celebrations. And there people can register their celebrations for World Radio Day. It's a way of sharing their plans with other people. Um, right, right now there are not very many because we have launched this crowdsource crowd map uh, some days ago, but we hope that academics, broadcasters, NGOs, or even just people will say how they will celebrate World Radio Day. And World Radio Day is important for the, all those who work in radio broadcasting but it's also important for the people, for the public to defend, that, that they, they will defend for themselves, that they will want for themselves to keep having a free, independent, and pluralistic radio. So it's an important day to celebrate, to be celebrated by the public as well. Thank you so much for joining us today, Myrta. Uh, Lorenko from Paris, France. She is the Chief Media and Society Communications Director for UNESCO. And again, February 13th uh, is World Radio Day, and we're excited about um, all of our hosts participating and supporting this incredible um, medium and the work that we're able to do through broadcast. Thank you so much, Myrta. Thank you, and thank you to all your audience and all your partners for celebrating World Radio Day and for having been interested in UNESCO. Uh, let's have a happy World Radio Day, and let's us use radio wisely, let's say, to build uh, bridges of understanding uh, 
between peoples and culture. We look forward to doing it for many years. Thank you so much for joining us. You're listening to sylviaglobal.com radio. I've been your host, Gail Sylvia. Have a wonderful day. You've been listening to Sylvia Global with your host, Gail Sylvia. Become a subscriber to Sylvia Global for unique listener opportunities. Follow on Twitter and like them on Facebook. For more information, go to www.sylviaglobal.com. That's Sylvia, S-Y-L-V-I-A, global, G-L-O-B-A-L.com. 